Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. Now I am much older There's a place I want to be It's red faucet is beautiful It's deeped in history And I know what I'll find When the place comes alive I got that battle fever Coming over me And I got Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Battle Fever Europe, the first Europa League Battle Fever Europe of the season. Well, group stage. Uh, first game, obviously, Leon tomorrow night, and that's where we're here to preview. But we'll be adding in wee bits and bobs as well at the side. Joining me this evening, two guests. Well, no, really, two guests, two co hosts, really, isn't it? Um, you're looking a bit more vertical. Um, <laughs> Policies. I was just merely relaxing. Last time you saw me, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, just the straw line under that, shall we? <laughs> we'll move on. And sporting a red, white, and blue shot. Maybe probably made Debbie France really, but still, it's still red, white, and blue. Uh, Derek Clark, how we doing, mate? No bad, uh, Scott. How we doing, Paul? We looking forward to this. Yeah, I'm sporting it at the Basel Bolly Loyal uh, shot tonight. So uh, yeah, big up to my, my French friends. <laughs> and by the way me and Paul have recorded Around the World with Rangers which has just been uploaded mm-hmm. to the Battlefield Podcast Network yep Basil Bolly features quite prominently he does because we stopped in 
And Charles de Gaulle Airport, we got half there earlier. We did the show in France. We hopped back on the plane and we came back here and we landed in sunny Wishaw. I wouldn't go as far as sunny. <laughs> it's, it's mildly overcast, mate. Slightly dreek. <laughs> Slightly dreek. <laughs> I say Wishaw because that is home to our sponsors, G4 Claims. And of course, KGM Printing. Thank them both for their support for our podcast and helping us today. Many, many things. We, we, within the theme of tonight. We're going to, we're going to try and speak as much French as we possibly can. Drag it out of our memory banks from school. For me, that was a long time ago. <laughs> All I can remember is, Jumapel Paul and uh, Poisson. <laughs> well, there you go. What do you say to that? I was better than Indian drawing. <laughs> Um, Derek, we've not seen you for a wee while, mate. How you been? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Been busy um, covering games and what have you. It's been it's been quite hectic down here, but um, yeah, it's good to be back on um, talking about Rangers. So looking forward to tomorrow night. Um, should be a should be a cracker. Looking forward to it. I seen you. You're back covering Bolton a wee bit there as well, weren't you? I'm um, yeah, uh, back covering uh, some of the games. As long as it doesn't clash with uh, doing doing the Rangers stuff, I've been. Uh, I uh, back uh, covering Bolton, so that that's that's been fun. They've had a quite a quite an impressive start to the season. They won five two at the weekend at, down at Ipswich, although was doing the the lesser Man City game um, at the weekend. But yeah, they're uh, they're they're looking good Bolton this season. They've got their eyes in a double promotion, so it'll be interesting to see how how the season pans out for them. Aye, definitely. Definitely. Um, we'll go to your, your game at the weekend, obviously, because I know we're here to talk about Leon, but um, we're going to have to try and squeeze in St Johnston a wee bit as well. Sure, and, and obviously touch upon, you know, things like Phil Hollander. There's been, obviously, you know, news on him. Um, Conor Goldson ahead of tomorrow. You know, he's finally missed a Rangers game there, Conor Goldson. Um, so going, going to St Johnston, we sat in the studio, Steg, Marcel, Baz, and Peter, you were on remote. Well, you were kind of on remote. That was that was very much uh, very, very remote. Yeah, I was a different <laughs> fucking planet, I think. <laughs> and we had the legend as Geo on remote. And we all kind of thought that we would win comfortably. But I think there was an air of caution about us as well that, you know, we, we knew it would be a tough game. We knew how they would set up. Peter and Steg said it. They would sit in. They would try and contain. They would try and frustrate. And I think that's exactly what they did. Yeah. Um, we struggled at times to break the lines. It seemed to be that when we went a goal down, we got angry. And then all of a sudden you've seen that. It's, it's a bit like leading up to the Celtic game when I, when the whole COVID thing came out. And I said, that settled me down because I felt as though that we're better in adversity, you know, when we've got something yeah. to prove. And I feel as though again on Saturday, we, we go a goal down, we suffer a wee bit of adversity. And then all of a sudden the team stand up and they're... And counted, there's only one team going to win it. Well, that's right, yeah, you're right. It was, it's what when, when they went to the goal down, it was almost like it was a kick at the bum, you know, and uh, they suddenly went to get shocked into doing something. And um, and they did, they did do it in the end. It wasn't particularly comfortable, wasn't particularly great viewing, um, from our perspective. But no, the, the boys done the, got the job done, and you have to say, Tav's goal was just spectacular. Tav's goal. Now, Derek, you're down south, right? Ronaldo's just returned to these shows. <laughs> if Ronaldo scores that, God, don't I know it. Can I go? Sky Sports don't stop showing it for months and end. Yeah. You know, it's like that Rooney overhead kick against Man City that's still the Sky Sports advert. That's the Sky Sports advert. 
Yeah, well, Andros Townsend scored a, a similar goal, didn't he, in, in Monday night yeah. against Burnley? It was uh, you must be watching the James Tavernier DVD, uh, how he scored world, <laughs> worldies. But um, I, I was I, I managed to let us say I was down at the Leicester Man City this weekend. I, I managed to get to see the last ten minutes uh, or so on, on my phone, so it just looked like there was backs to the wall at times, putting the ball anywhere, and uh, St Johnston going for the the long throw throw off a uh, uh, Sean Rooney just trying to. Well, into the, the, the danger zone, and but they managed to see it out. And like champions, it's like what champions do. I think Stephen Gerrard said after the game, didn't you? That's what that's what harms you. You weren't playing at your best, but it's a difficult venue to go up there. I know they've lost two of their best players, but to go behind to St Johnston and come back uh, late on just shows that the mentality of the players that they, they can dig it out and get back down the road with, with three points, three crucial points. Because no, no doubt about it, Celtic would have been looking at that when St Johnston went one, one up, thinking. I might might make uh, make the three points back here um, with them playing at home, but I was a mark of champions, of course. It was interesting to see Kimar Roof hit the penalty as well, which is an interesting one. Uh, I think uh, he's on him until further notice, uh, apparently. <laughs> um, but it was a beauty a goal by, by Tavernier, and he's he scored so many goals like that, just absolute yeah. belters of goals. I, I mean, the, the best goal I've ever seen live is he's won his volley against Peterhead in that um, is it yeah. the Petrofac mm-hmm. Cup final. Unbelievable strike that was! It was it was crazy. I was also lucky enough to be there when you scored that goal against Hibs, minding the, the championship, the free kick. Yeah, um, for that, that was right. You kind of wing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, so he's, he's see the goals he scored are just incredible. And that and that and um, on Saturday was it takes a special player to score goals like that. And the angle is so acute, isn't it? And to beat a goalie like Xander Clark, although I think like everybody. Uh, you should shat yourself a wee bit when you see them coming up for the, <laughs> yeah. the corner. Last I was like, no! <laughs> I had to leave the room. Um, but luckily they've seen it out and they, 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 they picked up the three points. It was stunning. And I'm actually, I've not asked my pal for permission to do this, right? But a bit like your group chat for the pod, right? I've, I'm in a, a, a chat with a couple of my best pals and um, oh, we talk about strangers, obviously, right? And um, we, we send each other voice notes during the game. And my mate was sending a voice note as Tav scored, right? And see this reaction. (laughs) (laughs) This is incredible, right? And I'll get it on my phone and I'll play it in a wee bit. I've not asked him for permission, but I don't care. It's it's just stunning, man. Is is it who I think it is? It's Wally. It's it's a guy who used to come on the pod quite a lot. He he, he just, he's one of these people, he's he's, he's, everybody's proper range supporter. Where's his heart on his sleeve? And it's it ruins a weekend, let's face it, when Rangers don't win. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And see, for him, I've seen him lose mobile phones, throwing them at walls and all that. Do you know what I mean? When Rangers don't win. I've seen him even playing PlayStation, punching the ground and, and doing his hand in and, you know, things like that. That's just a kind of... He wears his heart on his sleeve. But when that goal went in, it was sensational. Um, somebody's actually put Tav's, the, the video of Tav's goal and then his voice note over the commentary <laughs> so you get to hear a wee bit of the commentary and then you get to hear him go again screaming and oh man genius absolutely brilliant and it just summed up probably every Rangers household when that hit the back of the net and yeah, yeah unless of course you're watching it in his goal you're about three minutes behind or something <laughs> like that I, uh, <laughs> didn't see that goal for the hot Asian woman being advertised um, <laughs> yeah no it was a, it was a belt as you say it's, it's the it's the action he gets on the ball you know to get it up and down and I, was, I think it was who was it was talking to, and it was Chris Boyd afterwards he said if you look where the ball actually hits the net it's 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 over over halfway down 
Yeah. So it's to, and so to get up and over is and the clock and then and that kind of dip into the back of the net was phenomenal. Clark was horizontal. At, at, yeah. When yeah. just as the ball hits the net, Clark was actually a cracking picture and Clark's like that. So I mean, it was stunning, man. Absolutely stunning. And listen, I, I did say in that chat as I said that what we would need was a bit of magic on the day. Um, but by the way it was set up, it was going to take something special. And listen, the captain's delivered again, as he usually does, you know. So delighted for Tav with the COVID thing and missing the Celtic game and all that. So I'm delighted for him. And he's off and running again. Absolutely, yeah. And what was is the fact that, um, oh, it's a penalty. Who's going to take it? Bobby Tav. Hang on. What the fuck's Roof doing? <laughs> <laughs> I quite like that. And Stevie G after as well, you know. I, 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 I like that. As long as, as long as they don't fight, fall out over it and they score, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. We couldn't we couldn't care less as long as it as long as the ball hits the back of the net. Yeah, are you, are you try to find that. Try to find that. Do, you want, do you want to keep waffling? Yes. I ah, okay, no problems. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I, I find that quite surprising, Derek, the fact that Gerard has said, "I don't mind who takes the penalties as long as they score." I thought they'd have had what worked out, but, you know, days before who's taking penalties. I but in a way like you, I quite like it as well. I like confident players stepping up, grabbing the ball, and taking the penalties as long as you don't see. You mean you've seen it. Uh, in many games, especially down south, folk uh, having sort of arguments uh, to see who's going to take the penalty kick. But as long as you don't see that and you just see somebody's confident enough to take the ball, put it in the spot and put it in the back of the net, then then so be it. Uh, I'm happy Roof taking it. He's, he's a great striker mm-hmm. in the ball and um, hopefully he can, he can score a few more. But uh, yeah, I've got, no, I've got no qualms about that whatsoever. No, I mean, Roof, you know, he's a striker. He wants to score goals. And um, I think yeah. Baz he's actually so said... focused this Yeah, year. I think Baz actually said he's going to be the league's top scorer if he stays fit. That's, yeah, that's so the key, fit. isn't it? The, 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 yeah. the, not being able to keep him fit. Of course, he's he's done a full pre-season this season. Of course, yeah. when Rangers had him last season, he was catching up somewhat and then he got injured, mm-hmm. of course. So um, hopefully he can go on a sustained run now. And it's the games like tomorrow night where you're really looking for him to put in a performance, aren't you? That, that, that's why you brought him up the road, so... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he gets on tomorrow, if he plays, of course. And here is the legendary commentary, right? If you've got your volume up quite full, I would turn it down right now. Oh, oh you fucking beauty! Yes! Yes! <laughs> fucking yes! Get it right, don't you? Yes! Come on, boys! Yes! Fucking captain! Yes! <laughs> Fucking yes! Absolute quality. Yes! <laughs> Honestly, I love that guy so much. <laughs> he makes me laugh so much. Um, but aye, that, that there, see when I was watching it, because obviously you're cheering the goal now I'm back and I'm going, Oh, it's no wonder what he said. I wonder if he's caught the goal in this. And then thinking he just fucking yes. And I'm like, that is legendary. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> skipper. Should, should get him on the commentary instead of Ian Crocker. Fucking Andy Walker. Oh, he's brilliant, man. So he is, he's brilliant. Um, but that's that's as I said, that was his all, you know what I mean? And Saturday. Um, Wally Collum mm. was a referee. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to? Well, they call him. Just loves to make a game about himself, doesn't he? How many times does he blow that whistle in one game? He try and disrupt play. Derek, he's a viewer, right? Even as a even as a journalist, right? From a professional point of view, do you want to see a game flow so that he can write about a football match rather than him constantly stopping starting every single challenge? Yeah, but it's, it's 
we've talked about this before. And Scottish referees are not are not good enough. The standard of uh, refereeing is is shocking. Um, a lot of them do want to make it about themselves, which is beyond me. They're over officious. Um, they let things go that they shouldn't let things go, and it's just the general standard is just really poor, isn't it? Um, I think Colum Colum's um, been poor the last few years. I thought. I thought actually Saturday it was maybe one of his better games, but that's that sort of tells you how bad he is. <laughs> if anything else, so um, no, it's it's just the, the way it is. I think it's it, they should have been professional long before now. I don't know why they're not. Um, um, and I think it's, it's just the standard we've come to expect week in week out. I think for uh, the the officials in in Scotland, yeah, totally. And the thing is, it's they don't make them look McCurry nowadays. No, they don't. Don't they know? No. Don't make them look the right. legend that is Mike McCurry. BF, <laughs> BFP VAR. <laughs> BFP VAR and your BFF. <laughs> I love that guy. He's fucking brilliant, honestly. But, but I know we're going about this all the time for people watching, but Mike McCurry is one of the nicest, genuine, and also funniest men I've right. ever met in my life. I mean, he's seriously, seriously funny. And a big fan of Billy, apparently. Yeah, he is, yeah. But you get referees now. You you can't have a, a laugh and a joke with Willie Collum. Uh, I mean, you back back in the day, you could have a a bit of banter with the referees. I've spoken to players that played in the nineties and all that, and they speak about referees saying you could have a a wee laugh and a joke with them during the game and stuff like that. But you, you don't get that anymore. That's yeah. something that you, they just speak down to the players. And I mean, I think some of the players have come out and said that before. I think Stephen Gerrard's getting trouble with that before as well. I think the Livingston game last season where. He was trying to have a, a conversation coming off. I think when it was Morelos uh, penalty get disallowed Beaten, and he get booked or something for diving, yes, and Beaten, then Gerard yeah. get booked and sent to the stand. So just daft things like that, where there's no that relationship between officials and players and managers. It's a sad state of affairs. There's Mark Mitchell saying if Mike McCurry was head of the officials, the standards would go up immediately. And I honestly believe this because. And I know I'm not just saying this because obviously we know him well through the pod now and, and, and he's been on a few times. But genuinely when he says things, when he speaks about decisions and incidents and and even things that happened in his experience when he was um, a referee, it just makes so much sense what he's saying. Do you know mm. what I mean? It's, it, and I, I don't get me wrong, listen, I don't think as a Ranger supporter we should be turning around and saying, or we lost a game, or we drew a game because of a referee. Because if that's it, different in Europe, right? When teams are, are got bigger budgets and all that stuff, and are, and are better sides usually. Um, doesn't make say the beat is, but they're, they're obviously the further you go in the competition, you get harder teams. But in Scotland, if we're relying on a referee to win a game, then we're having a bad day. Oh, but at the same time, if it's a penalty, it's a penalty. Doesn't matter if Rangers are three up, four up, right? Same way, if it's a sending off, it's a sending off. Do you know what I mean? I just felt I just feel those times, and we don't want to get bogged in talking about these, but I just feel so those times when you know they, they get the oh, it's Rangers, it doesn't matter. You know, they'll recover for it or or the three up, so it's not going to matter. No, it is going to matter. See an example like that's the first game of the season against Livingston, the boy went and stamped on uh, was it Bassie's leg or something down at the yeah, corner flag yeah. and, and he yeah. he'd get lit away with it. It's just correct. That's my loss, it's a a five-game ban. Right. Yeah. Red. And the thing is, they don't even think about it. I mean, I don't know if you've seen before the, the St. Johnston game on Saturday, there was the old Aberdeen game when Murray was in charge and Ryan Jack gets sent off up there with 1-2-1. Uh, one, Josh Winder yeah, scored the second goal. Yeah. And see the, okay, the tackle for Ryan Jack was a bad tackle, right? But both players are committed and going to win the ball. Mm-hmm. 
May gets there a wee bit ahead of Jacko and Jack goes there the ball a wee bit and you know studs are showing or whatever. But it's the fact that Colum doesn't take any time to process the decision. That card's out. Just be, just literally as soon as he puts him, that card's out. His speedy runs towards Ryan Jack's friend. Yeah. See if they took their time and walked away and went, right, let me process that. Am I making the correct call here? Is this the right decision? Take time. Speak to your officials. Did you get a decent view of that like I did? Or did they get a better view? What's your opinion on it? Speak to each other. You know what I mean? I think then people would, would maybe treat them and, and relate them back to being like human. You know what I mean? Rather mm. than just, what's oh, a red card? There yeah. you go. It's just, it, just, it pisses me off. And that's the whole point of the column. He's, he's just, it's all about him. You know what I mean? He couldn't wait to get the card out in that particular point. You know what I mean? Aye. All that sort of stuff. So it's, yeah. So, you see, you sprint across, put the million up, calm the situation down, call the players over, or whatever, and then say, well, you know, this is the situation. Even if it's if, if the thought process hasn't changed from the very initial one, you know, you don't have to make it look so flipping, you know. <laughs> Apparently on the BBC as well, with the host Marsh after the penalty. Now, if you look <laughs> at it, Kamar Roof's turned the ball back to the... He's trying to take the ball back to the centre circle to restart the game. <laughs> it gets thingy to his hand, and then it all starts. And then Roof gets booked. Morelos gets involved and gets booked. BBC commentator had said, apparently on the radio, that Morelos head-butted him. And Neil McCann <laughs> actually stepped in and went, I think he should calm down there. It's, he's not head-butted him. Do you know what I mean? Who said it's, that? It's, I can't mind me. I because I didn't see. I didn't listen to the radio. Somebody on Twitter had put it on it that I'm just listening to the commentary, and the BBC commentator actually says that Morelos has headbutted him, and I'm like, "Why is he watching the same game as me? He's nowhere near him." <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you, it's just see, that's the agenda. See on that, Liam Craig should get hammered for um, sort of play acting there because he's went it's down insinuating that he has been headbutted. Yeah, um, trying to deceive the referee. So that that to me is cheating. So, yeah. is he not head of the players' union as well, Liam Craig? Uh, I'm sure he is. Is he? Well, ah, he he's not head. It's really high it's up. High up he's high up the players' union. I think he's. I think he's actually one of the Legrand fromages um, because it's French show, obviously. Um, <laughs> with regards to uh, the players' union, uh, yeah, and so I think. But if a Rangers player does that, that mind Kyle Laffrey, remember he done it when Charlie Mulgrew get hammered, not only by the fans, but Walter Smith hammered him as well. Oh my god, that was embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that match, I just thought, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Honestly, it was, it was one of those, you know, you saw, Jesus, it wasn't even fucking close. I can't, yeah, I can't only, stick that sort of stuff. And it's the only time I felt sorry for Charlie Mulgrew, you know what I mean? It was just steady, steady. <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, but I, I, I need to be honest with you, I abhor cheating. It doesn't matter if it's my own team, if it's fucking blatant. It doesn't matter. It's just, it's, there's no place for that in fucking football. Because I never, I when, when I was growing up and played football, you never fucking dived around the place holding your fucking leg because somebody breezed past you. You know what I mean? It's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I was in the Broomloan that day when Charlie McGrew stuck the heed in Kyle Lafferty. I seen it from yeah. the Broomloan stand. Yeah. And I thought it was a blatant red card, to be quite honest with you. I thought the referee got it spot on. <laughs> Walter was a bit harsh on him. <laughs> <laughs> How do you tell him that his face though? <laughs> that stare, I think I would get. <laughs> um, aye, so the Stramash, as I said, Colin, he deals with it by getting the four players yellow cards. Fair enough, right? That's what that's what he wants to do. And then, obviously, you've seen the 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 crowd. You've seen the players. The minute we went and go down, it was just almost like a right. Let's go. We don't lose this. And that's the same as the Celtic game. It was the adversity thing. It was the whole, we do not lose this game. We're now back into it. Did you see about that, mate? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
There's something. There's something in the water. <laughs> Maybe something in the water. That's a song, is it not? <laughs> yeah. The very day I'm jolly, and then that's what I There's definitely like. something in your water last week. <laughs> well, that's a day. You're very much different kind of water. Beer and gin and all sorts. <laughs> I blame my mate for that. Nicola says Buffalo's come away two or three years ago. He would have headbutted them. Well done. That's very that's true, actually. That's, that's a fair point. You got Nicola. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I agree with Arthur here. No groceries, I get fucking lifted. You're right. <laughs> it was a salt in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, the entire stadium saw it. Paffy Smith, obviously. <laughs> I, I knew the viewers would say I have to give you a red, heart, a red card for... Is that what it is? He'd button that. Fucking that does Yeah. <laughs> um, scratch Greg's headphones. <laughs> Connor Goldson. Missed the game on Saturday. Not no. Delighted that obviously Stephen Gerrard confirmed today. And if I can get the thing to load, because I forgot to upload it earlier, then we'll see Steve. <laughs> we'll oh, hear I... from Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> so we'll go a wee bit funny for a while. It's just that it's just uploading that. So don't, uh, don't panic about it. I don't panic about it. We'll, we'll be back. Gerrard will be in charge. Eh, Gerrard. Derek the, will be in charge. <laughs> we'll all go a bit squiggly. Willie whoop, Willie whoop, Willie whoop, Willie whoop, something like that. Yeah. Well, we've all been done over by Willie whoop. <laughs> I've got that many now, look. <laughs> oh my God, which one is it? Sorry, I know you guys can't see this, but he's got a computer screen here and he's got about 60 million bloody videos open. What's that one? What's bareback mounting? <laughs> is that the sequel? It's, 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 it's his porn collection, he's got Schindler's fist in there as well. I don't know, but you're in it. <laughs> 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 I don't know, I will find it, right? I promise I'll find it. But he did confirm that um Connor Goldson is back tomorrow, which obviously is huge um for us, especially with the other news that he dropped and is that um Phil Hollander, the greatest oh, ever sweet to Jesus. play for Rangers, will be out until December. I know, yeah. What's your thoughts on that, mate? Uh, you're coming to me or Derek? You. Me, okay. I'm obviously I'm devastated. Um I think uh, Hollander uh, and Goldson are are, are in my opinion, they are starting centre-backs. Um, yeah. Hollander offers a calming influence. He's always in the right place at the right time. His reading of the game is second to none. I think he's going to be a monumental loss to us, if I'm being brutally honest. Totally, totally. Derek, Hollander's obviously been so good, and, and some would argue, probably myself, that he is the best out-and-out defender at Ibrooks. Um, yeah. I know Connor Goldson comes into that in other ways, definitely. But he, he is, the, you know, I mean, Phil Hollander is... The, the best really you know defensively yeah yeah, I think so I'd have him in my team every week um, that being said it's great having Golton back that, would, that was a major worry of course if he was out because it's not just his influence on the team but it's the fact that it looked like it would have been Balligan and Bassey at centre back who haven't played with each other in a competitive game before um, as a centre back pairing so that would have been a worry so it's great to have um, Golton back in um, he hasn't missed Many games. I think the last game he missed was Trinrar in that uh, Scottish Cup game back in January 2020, so ages ago. So he's he's obviously a key component of the team, and you need him for games like this, don't you? Against uh, uh, decent Europa League uh, opposition, as Leon will, will prove to be, no doubt, tomorrow night. So it's it's massive that he's back in the side. On Hollander, though, uh, it's, it's a huge blow. I think it's December time to say this. Uh, he's going to be back around that time, so he's going to be out for a considerable period of time. But in terms of the Europa League, it was um, it was Goldson and Balligan that played the majority uh, of the games last season, didn't it? So 
it's all, they're obviously they're obviously the pairing that Gerard prefers in these European games. So um, that's who he'll go for tomorrow. And, and me personally, I'd, I'd I'd always have Goldson and, and Hollander every day of the week, but it's not going to be like that. But um, it's, it's a chance again, I guess, for Balogun. And even I know Jack Simpson's not in the European squad, but it's a chance for him domestically to try and uh, make his mark in that sort of uh, centre half position as well. Derek, does it leave a shot though? In, in terms, of obviously. Hollander are being out basically for the group stages, right? Let's face it, that's the basically what's happening here. And obviously, it might mean that Jack Simpson plays a wee bit more um, in the in the Premier yeah, League, yeah, yeah. Um, given the other side of the Premiership, given the fact that Balogun and Goldson might need a rest, especially with Nico leaving uh, on loan. Yeah. I wonder if Gerard would make that decision again. But then again, he probably would because he said the day that Nico needs to play. So. Um, he probably would still put him out on loan, but it does maybe leave a slightly short and, and then again over-relying on... I mean, everybody's made a big deal of Conor Goldson's consistency, always been available, etc., etc. Knew we really need it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, th- I think you're right. I think Simpson will play a lot domestically and Balogun will play uh, uh, well every Euro- Europa League uh, group stage game anyway. But I think for the guys, Katic, I, I, mean, you, I, I don't see it as, oh, sh- they shouldn't have put him out, out on loan because... For me, you're as well putting him out on loan. He's 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 been out for so long. You want him to send him out. Um, to, where, where is it? Hadjik Split or something? Is that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Send him there to make his mistakes because he's going to make mistakes. Um, totally because mate. he's been out for so long. You don't want him making mistakes when he's at Rangers. So uh, make them when you go out there. Get up to speed. Come back possibly in January. I'd imagine you'll be out there for the whole season. To be honest, but um, I don't think that that's something that that you should dwell on the decision to stick him out on loan. It's one of these things, but it does leave them light. If there's an injury picked up by Balligan, um, then it just leaves Bassey as a, a as a centre-half, really. Uh, and yeah. it's, he's I think he's only played there once for Rangers, that, that Falkirk game, and mm-hmm. uh, that was at the League Cup or something last year. So um, it, it does leave them light. So it's one of those ones where just need to sort of fingers crossed that nobody picks up any injuries, especially during this uh, Europa League campaign. Totally. There's a lot of concern coming in for your chocolates, mate. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, good day from Atlanta. Good yeah. day. Oh, okay. hello. <laughs> it's nice. But it's sunny. It is. <laughs> Much warmer than here. Flipping <laughs> 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 hell, man. <laughs> the chocolates are actually over there. And see if you sign up to our Patreon. Let me put up Let me put up the banner there again, right? See if you sign up to our sorry the Battlefield Podcast Network, which is patreon.com yeah. forward slash Battlefield Pod. You'll actually see during around the world with Rangers our dinner being delivered to the studio. Aye. Wow. And and Paul at sees holding the holding the fort is uh I couldn't have let him hold the fort on Friday because I fucking sunk the thing. But, <laughs> <laughs> um as we as I had to dash out there and get the dinner. Aye. What was on the menu? Chips and curry, chips and curry for this good man, <laughs> chips and cheese for myself. Just a quick one this evening. I wasn't wasn't all that hungry. Fine dining. That's, that's why there's no chocolates. Although if they play some Stephen Gerrard, uh, I'd got to say who knows what could happen. Do I hear for Gerrard? Go for it. Here he yeah, is. it's basically as it was. Obviously, Phil Alander will be missing. Um, Phil's had surgery in the last 24, 48 hours uh, to fix an issue that they spotted when they went inside to have a look. So he'll be missing for the foreseeable future. Um, the rest are as it was. So we're in we're in good spare, good health. Besides Phil. Uh, no, and um, 
I even even if I had the opportunity to bring Nico back, I wouldn't make that decision because uh, that would be very selfish from me. Because Nico's at a stage where he needs to play and play regularly now to get back to his level. So I think Nico's in the best place for that. Um, I'm confident we've got the right amount of cover, assuming we don't have any more issues. Obviously, Connor Golson comes back and is available uh, for tomorrow. Um, we've also got certain players that can fill in into this position as well, if if needs be. Um, so at the moment, it's obviously disappointing not to have Phil available, but we'll manage. So that's the manager's point there about Nico Katic for the chocolate. Why <laughs> they actually put sellotape on the wrappers? Because I find it quite hard to open that one. <laughs> Greg's done that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Phil Hollander, Connor Golson back, as we say, positive. Mm. Going further up the park, so I, I take it. Obviously, Al McGregor didn't play on Saturday. Precaution, I take it, to make sure that Al McGregor is fit and ready to go for tomorrow night. So, you've got Al McGregor probably in goals. The captain, the worldy scorer at right back, Balogun and Conor Goldson. And what happens at left back? It's a big game. Does Bassi keep his position? Well, or does oh. Borna Barisic come back into I think the mean, I think, actually, what happens left back? Will you try and stop the right winger from that? Yes. <laughs> Um, is, it, is it Barisic or Barisic for you? I think he'll play uh, Barisic. Barisic. I think he'll play Barisic. Yeah. That's why, I think that's why Barisic started. Derek, do you agree or disagree yeah. with that? Yeah, I, I'm going to be Paul with that one. I think Barisic will come back. And it was an interesting one seeing him on the bench uh, on Saturday. That was maybe because it was a wee bit Croatia, wasn't he? And with one eye on Thursday, possibly. Mm-hmm. And Barisic can, Barisic's done well this season, hasn't he, since, he, since he's come in. He is so, uh, still prone to the the odd error and things like that. He's still a bit raw around the edges, but um, I, I like the look of him. But for a game of this magnitude, you want your best players. And for me, Barisic is uh, is a top man. Yeah, I'm going to put this. That's coming up for Billy. Have you mentioned dumbbell in this travel? <laughs> <laughs> no, we've no Billy. We've no go to them yet. We've no go to them yet. We've had the horses. But I am impatient. But apparently, you know that. Big guy they all love that terrorised Kiernan and Senderos is... Oh, I am. Shatty selling, he's not coming to I have no idea to talk about. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> um, Murray, it's a great work with the Battlefield Shotscott. They went to manufacture yesterday. I've seen some wee bits and bobs in them. They, are, they look tremendous. Um, I'm hoping they'll be here sooner rather than later um, and we'll get them dished out to everybody because um, it's mm-hmm. looking really good. So it is. They're belters of shots. And we also have, in fact, I've known you showed Paul that sees us, but we also have, I'll show you this to you, right, Paul? These are going to be going on. What happened there? These are going to be going on the big cartel shop that we have. That sounds like a, you know, like we're dealing in dodgy gear, doesn't it? Oh, it does, actually. I was going to say, aye. <laughs> the big cartel. <laughs> the big cartel. Just ring the bell in the big cartel. <laughs> it's just like, I'm the bogus gas man. Wait, wait, you see it's this? Head that bloody microphone again. That's your fault. <laughs> wait, 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 you see this? By the way, did you? I crashed my. What? What? Clumsy this evening. Oh, that's nice. Like that. Oh, is, is that uh, Andrews in that? That's um. For I just sorting these. Ah, uh, is that? Yeah, is that that? Just give us a thumbs up if that's Andrew doing that. Yeah, you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. Oh, yeah, very good. Oh, 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 oh is that? Oh yeah, hang on. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I'm sorry. This is this. You should have done this beforehand because people watching can't see us. They think it's some kind of. But it's building suspense. You know what I mean? It's building a wee bit. It's no suspenders, by the way. <laughs> Battle fever suspenders for your pleasure. <laughs> you can. <laughs> You took that too far. <laughs> but aye, the Battle Fever lingerie range is looking good, isn't it? <laughs> big, big, big cartel, aye. <laughs> so fantastic, aye. No, the Battle, Fever, the Battle Fever range is looking good. Do you know something? We're going to have more merch than the, than the Rangers shop is because all you have to do is flog and close for Castor. Correct. Come to us for your tat. <laughs> <laughs> you should re- we should rename that International World of Tat. There, actually, there was a... There was, uh, just a quick aside, but I was at sea many, many years ago. Uh, I was in Dubai back in the late 90s, I think it was, mid to late 90s. And there's a, there's a shopping centre, and it's, it's kind of in the old town, it's called the Al Karama. And I, I walked in there one day, and there was a shop called, genuinely called, International World of Tat. And it just sold all sorts of rubbish. And of course, when they're not on the big cartel website, you probably can buy the Battlefield podcast shots from there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're on your travels. <laughs> <laughs> now here's a thought are we doing ducks oh. is, is there is there a demand for battle fever podcast it's got to be me isn't it it's got to be yes love it love that right it's <laughs> <laughs> just it's just a weird turn Aldo's just asked Scott a random question about primary to teach me just because I act like this doesn't mean to say that I'm in primary right I don't I, I don't ask <laughs> it's not I'm not a primary teacher I want a college <laughs> <laughs> for flip's sake scandalous <laughs> um, so aye moving <laughs> moving on <laughs> further up the park Stephen Davis is going to sit in front of the back four aye right Glenn Kamara, I would imagine, would be in there. He's a shoe in. And Joe, Joe Aribo yep. has got to join that midfield three, if you like. Definitely. So that leaves the front three positions now, but I certainly think there's two already filled in Ryan Kent and Alfredo Morelos. Agreed. Derek, do we disagree with any of that so far? Uh, no, although I have heard some people calling for John Lindstrom to be in that midfield. Who are, That's interesting. That? who are these people? Name and uh, shame. Uh, young Joshua, who I worked with, uh, Joshua Barry um, from the, the Rangers Review, he, he's he's backing John Lundstrom to um, fill in for... Uh, he's, take, he's pushing Joe Aribo up for, in a forward uh, position and sticking Lundstrom Ooh. in the midfield. Ooh, by the way, that's interesting because... Could you see him getting that... the start? I mean, he's... he's, he's I don't I know. He's, he's been good the last two games he came on, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's done. He's done a job when he's came on, isn't he? He saw the game out. He's done what was being asked of him. But to start a game in that magnitude, I'm, I'm not too sure. But it, it could be the making of him. Of course, after getting sent off in that Alish Kerr game, um, <laughs> or you could be throwing him in the wolves. What are you two? Yeah, this this could go either way. Let's be really honest here. Good. By the way, I said I said on Twitter after the St. Johnson game they were talking about um, obviously John Lundstrom and and what he's going to bring and what people think the end result will be him and, and the Rangers team. And I genuinely do think he'll come good. I think he's just taking time to find his feet. Yeah. Um, I think he's quickly realised you don't get a lot of time on the ball hmm. in Scottish football. Um, and I think maybe he's just he's maybe maybe he's been guilty of thinking that it would be a wee bit easier than what it actually is. Yeah. And. You know, he's, he's found his sell out the team. But where I think that might 
come into play and what yourself said, obviously Joshua said as well, is that if Yanis Hadji, obviously can't play with the COVID thing, Scott Wright, we don't know how Scott Wright, because Scott Wright was obviously one of the ones that was out with COVID and you don't know mm. if he had COVID, it was a close close contact. We don't know how it's affected these players who've had the COVID rather than being a close contact. And maybe, you know, maybe Gerard will go with the fact that Aribo, I just worry because Aribo's playing a lot of football mm-hmm. now because we've relied on him a lot at the start of this season. Um, Stephen Gerrard brought up Yanis Hadji today and you'll just see the way I've seamlessly just linked this in. <laughs> well, we're having conversations at the moment to try and get him back um, as soon as possible. Uh, I think after the news of the Scottish Government have made in the last 24 hours to allow players in who have been in red countries, we're trying to um, get Yanis back uh, as soon as possible. So there's conversations going as we speak, but obviously out of my control. So. Unfortunately, I haven't got a day or an exact time he, he'll be here, but from my point of view, I need him back as quick as possible. Right. Um, so that was the manager's reaction to obviously Hadji coming back, um, the COVID side of things. So, Derek, you're saying you think Aribo will go further forward and John Lundstrom will maybe... No, I'm I, 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 I would go for the midfielder Aribo, Davis and Kamara. Um, I'm just saying that's a, that is a... Po- I have heard, well, Joshua seems to think he might opt for lunch, which would be a bit left field, I think, but I could see the reasoning for it. But I would yeah. I would keep the midfield as it is. I quite like that midfield. I know you're saying about Rebo playing a lot of games, but he's a he's a fit young lad, isn't he, at the end of the day? And, and he thrives in games like this. So um, I ha- I'd have him in my midfield. And like yours, I'd have Kent Morelos. Uh, and then the other spaces up for grabs. I would opt for Roof, personally. Um, yeah. mm. I don't know because Hadji's not available. Scott Wright, as you said, I'm not too sure what the situation is with him. And it'd be a big ask just sticking in there after he's been out for a number of weeks now, hasn't he? So yeah. Um but it's an interesting one. I wouldn't I wouldn't have Sakala in there. I've heard a few people wanting to start Sakala. Um for me the jury's still out in, on Sakala. I think he's a few weeks away for getting up to speed in this Rangers team. I think the problem with Sakala as well is the injury. Yeah. He's, it's really hampered his A settling in, B getting up to match fitness. You know what I mean? And also the confidence, you know, because Real Madrid, I thought he was really, really good. I know it was a friendly, but I thought he was yeah. really, really good. Where it, it's maybe too early for him, and I agree with you there, but where I think Sakala might be of use is if you watch sometimes the way Leon's playing, it's, it's quite high, there's space in behind. I think yeah. his pace could really hurt them. But again, it's how much, you know, he's close to being match fit for that to actually take you know take effect and it's where we're going to need Ryan Kent to come in Morelos playing on that last shoulder and hopefully getting in behind because there is space yeah, in yeah. behind that Leon defence they, they, they've conceded a hell of a lot of goals this year yeah you know so I do think there's goals there for Rangers again we just need to make sure we shut the back door yeah and I, I'll, I'll give you uh, Derek I think we'll play with as well uh, he, oh, I think Kamara's definitely I think right. it's, he's my preferred choice uh, if I'm being frankly honest um, he's creativity um, he's guile um, and to say the fact that uh, he has the ability to slip defenders yeah. and, and find a killer pass uh, through to Morelos and, and be on the end of them as well. He's right. a very intelligent footballer, so he would be the one I would play up front. He'll be charming at the bit to play as well because he's been out yeah. for all the games so far with that, that ban he got. So yeah. Yeah, he'll be looking forward to tomorrow. And, and the thing is, as well, as he's on form, he looks as though he's a wee mm. yard ahead of the rest, to be quite honest yeah. with you at times, um, both up there and at his feet. Um, he's an incredible football player. So, mm. so intelligent with the ball, without the ball. His movement, he's a great player, and I'm so glad he's one of us. <laughs> no playing against us, because he's lethal in front of goal. Um, thinking about them 
if we, we, we turn to Leon. Something I didn't understand. Well, I did understand it because it's the Scottish government, but they've allowed those three to travel. Shakiri being one of them. Yeah. Um, does she not like us? No. Shakiri, the hips don't lie. Oh, that's different. So, um, no. Sarah Piquet is one lucky man. Yeah. Um, so, um, uh, to answer your question, brutally, no. <laughs> no, no. no. But you know something? No one likes us. We don't care. Correct. Yes. So, do you want to crack on Leon then? I was just hoping you would stop there. Oh, okay. No, uh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not fucking mental. I'm many, many things, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> so, they've got Jerome Boateng uh, in the second half from Bayern Munich in the summer. Um, Shakiri says Marcelo. Obviously, Dumbelli's no there. No. Slamani, who signed, played for Leicester City. Exactly, in the yeah. Premier League. Um, and another Celtic player in Jason Denier. Um, looking, Derek, at the, the wee infographic that UEFA put out today, and it says that Alfredo Morelos is actually ahead of Moussa Dumbelli on goals and assists. Um, He's a better player than Moussa Dumbelli, let's face it. Less matches played too. Yes, He's, he's he's a class player, but this Musa Dembele is a is a, a a real talent as well. There's no getting away from it. It's it's great that he's not travelled over um, for the game. I know he scored a, a great goal the other day there. Uh, although I would have liked to have seen him come up against the likes of Connor Goldson and Leon Balogun. I don't think he would have got as much joy out of them as he did with uh, previous incumbents, i.e. Rob Kiernan and. God, who was other with Danny Wilson or whatever who was playing alongside mm. him? Um, but that aside, Shakiri being over, I love Shakiri. I'm a big fan of his. I think he's absolutely top class. Um, loved watching him. I used to cover Stokes at a lot, and he was he was brilliant for them. Uh, just unfortunate, he try, can he really hold in a place in that Liverpool side? But he's a he's a tremendous player, so they'll need to keep an eye on him because um, he can produce something that he absolutely nothing. But I think they can get in behind. I think the defense is gettable. I know the deniers. A decent player, um, Boateng maybe slightly over the hill somewhat, um, and he's just—I think he's just had to pay was it over one and a half million pounds to uh, mm. his former wife or something—a domestic case, yeah. which is a bit bizarre. Um, but um, yeah, so I think the defence is gettable. I think there's no fears there. It's just uh, middle to front. They're go- they're going to have to be on the on their toes and make sure concentration is spot on because they can they can cause some damage. Totally, hundred percent. Um, looking at our European record here, Paul, against yeah. French opponents. 1997, we played Racing Club de Strasbourg. Yeah. We were beaten 2-1 at Ibrox. Reno Gattuso scoring our goal. And we were beaten 2-1 in France. Um, George Alberts scoring our goal. Mm. 1997, I was, what, six? So I don't really remember that game. <laughs> so I'm going to throw that to you. <laughs> I do remember that match. I was mid-20s. Um <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I think I might be insulted. Moving, in, moving into the Champions League group stage under Advocat. We played, we, obviously Monaco were in our group in 2000 and we drew two each when we were in Glasgow. Kenny Miller and Michael Moles getting our goal mm. and then that strike in Monaco from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. Don't Do you, think we'll ever forget that. No, no. What age were you then? I would have been nine. Ah, oh, seems your IQ now. Um, okay. Hold on. Still working. There you go. <laughs> it's not the same. You've got to explain it like that, isn't it? No. <laughs> I swear to God, 
I'm working with fucking amateurs. Yes, carry on. Next. Next up, <laughs> Paris Saint-Germain, 2001. Yes. Penalty shootout in mm-hmm. Paris. And we won 4-3 on penalty kicks. Mikel Arteta playing for the opposition. That and night. so was a certain Maurizio Pochettino. And Ronaldinho. Yes. J.D. Ococha as well. J.D. Ococha. So good shout. shout there, Derek shout. Clark. That's why you're the position <laughs> you're in. Honest to God. Now, see this next game on this list, 2004 mm. in the UEFA Cup, mm. Rangers against ADLs there, and we were beaten 2-0 in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Carlo scoring both goals mm-hmm. for their opposition. I was actually supposed to go to this game. I never had the European package that year, and I was supposed to go to this game with my dad, and I was supposed to, my dad worked with somebody who knew Stephen Hughes, former Rangers player, and Stephen Hughes had dug out a couple of tickets for us, and we were supposed to be um, going to that. And on the way to the game... Um, we got a phone call that Graham Smith, the reserve goalkeeper at that time, was supposed to take them to Ibrooks and leave them at the front desk for us. And he left them in his locker at Auchenhowie. <laughs> so I had to about turn and I missed the game. Just as well. We'd be I can believe that, him. knowing that Graham Smith, he's, uh, he's a bit madcap, <laughs> that boy. <laughs> um, and then we played Auxerre in 2006, which would, would that have been... Um, under Paul Le Guin. Uh, um, it was a draw over there, I yes. think. Was it two each? Chris Boyd two scored. Each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Boyd, Nacho Novo. That's right. Yep. Scored. And then, obviously, who can forget the mauling in Leon, and then the mauling we took in yeah, Glasgow. Yeah. <laughs> very much, very much again. Uh, that, that was a tie of reciprocity, shall we say? <laughs> we go over to Leon, <laughs> go over to France in October. And we absolutely cuffed them. Three nothing. McCulloch, Daniel Kuzan, and Demarcus Beasley. Can you remember the Beasley goal? Yeah, I mean, oh. I, I mean, I, I, I saw, there was some absolute fucking fruitcake um, put a thing on Twitter yesterday. Something like this is no, this is the greatest ever Champions <laughs> League assist. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, how good? How good was it? Oh, oh my god, yeah. Mate, you could watch that on repeat all day long. I did. You really could. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was like it was almost akin to an NFL quarterback. Do you know what I mean? Just over the defense and in the guy's hands. It was literally high and high. It was a hail Mary, is the column in the NFL. It was a hail Mary, <laughs> but yeah. a, a precise hail Mary. Right on the pieces, left foot, beautiful touch. Second yeah. touch, took it away from him. Thug touch, back of the net. Stunning. Absolutely. Kuzan's goal was a beauty as well. That came out in oh, the oh, yeah. after half time. He just just broke Boston net, didn't he? Just powered it mm. past the goalie. Mate, um, da- Daniel Kuzan though had that, didn't he? The power, yeah. the pace, everything. It was just frightening, man. Yeah. So you've got uh, older matches here. You've got uh, obviously, obviously you've got the uh, ones against um, Marseille. Marseille. Not not my not me and his as I call them. <laughs> if, you watch, if you watch the show, if you watch the show on the Patreon, <laughs> Olympic mayonnaise. <laughs> I can only think it with Olympic Leone been on his head, but mayonnaise is what came out. <laughs> Maybe he's hungry, I don't know. <laughs> so Marcy obviously cheating that season. Let's not beat her in the bush here. Mm-hmm. For an envelope, but not happy. <laughs> um, all the way back, by the way, yeah, to the ch- European Champions. I remember Club these Cup. matches, don't worry about it. In 19, is that say 56? I don't know, I need my glasses on. It does say 56. 1956, mm-hmm. Nice against Rangers. Oh, look at that. 
beaten 3-1 and there was an OG <laughs> beautiful <laughs> it's back further so <laughs> in terms of you've obviously got Leon's um, thingies there and they've played Celtic a lot more really than mm. than us to be honest with you although I notice how they've missed out our game against them in their yeah. record versus clubs from opponents country so we both clubs are UEFA Europa League round of 16 participants in each of the last two seasons. Scottish Champions Rangers opened that 21-22 group campaign at home to Olympic Lyonnais who are back in the European fold having <laughs> missed out last term for the first time in 24 years. What? Wow. The clubs have been drawn together once previously, each winning 3-0 away in the 2007-2008 UEFA Champions League group stage. Leon qualified for the round of 16 for the fifth successive season with their match day six victory at Ibrox, finishing second in Group E behind Barcelona, while third place Rangers moved into UEFA Cup, where they went to, on to reach the final, their first European final in 36 years. Rangers won their first, first four home games against French opposition, the last of them in 1971, but have managed to have managed no victories. Sorry, I'm short sighted. In the eight since, we've drawn three and lost five. The encounter against Lyon, which featured Karim Benzema's first UEFA Champions League double the most recent. Leon have won four of the six UEFA matches against Scottish clubs, including two of the three in Glasgow, with one win and one defeat against Celtic in addition to the 2007 victory at Ibrox. So it's all set up really for a cracking encounter tomorrow because there is a score to settle. We have the whole defeat at Ibrox in 2007-2008. To avenge for, but at the same time, they've left out one of the most important victories in our club's history, beating them 2 0 in that Diddy tournament pre season last year. The Viola Cup, the Viola, that's it, the that's Viola it. Cup, very, very important, and it must not be forgotten. Um, I think UEFA missed this particular start of the little thing that, um, uh, Alfred Morelos has won more trophies in the Leon Stadium than Musa Dembele has. <laughs> 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 right, question time. Which Rangers legend said Kuzan's performance was the best centre-forward performance he'd seen in Europe for years? Did we know? I'm going to say McCoyst. Derek? Uh, I've seen a few comments in McCoyst. I think uh, maybe McCoyst or Haley, maybe. I will probably go with Coyste on that, given the fact that he was assistant manager in that time and probably would have yeah. commented on it. So I, I, would, I would expect it to be Coyste, but... Murray can maybe give the answer. We'll just hang about here until he does. Emerson Krabari? <laughs> huh? Who's the Emerson Krabari? I'm joking. Oh, you said <laughs> somebody put it in the comment. I was going to go, ah! I, look forward, I, look, I look forward to you doing the, the best Brazilian player to play for Rangers. Would that be good? <laughs> Emerson or Emerson Krabari? <laughs> Pick out of that policy. Jardel. Jardel. <laughs> <laughs> um, Leon's performance this year in their domestic league. Who? Oh, it's ease. Yeah, the seventh. Okay. And uh, they're currently um, seven points behind. They lead us PSG. We get eight points, I think. Um, I was did, just going did to you, get Did you know that um, Leon are actually ranked number 12 in Europe? Ahead of Dortmund to a 14. Are they? Mm-hmm. That's mad. So there's the table there. So eight points. They've played five, one, two, drawn two, lost one. 
scoring eight goals and also conceding eight goals. Mm. Didn't they get, so as didn't I say, they, they do concede. Yeah, so I think they got to the semi-finals a couple of years ago, didn't they? Was they played Bayern Munich or something? Was it? Or am I getting uh, the Champions League? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they did. They did, yeah, they did. And what, what year was that? The year that um, I think that was, was that the, I think that was a was Bayern. Um, I'm sure, oh, it was COVID, a, I'm sure it was when when COVID kicked off, um, and it ended up Leipzig in the final way. That's right. Bayern That's was right. it? Or maybe right, Maybe PSG. I'm thinking of. Um, Aye, but listen, they, see when you look through their squad, by the way, that is a Champions League squad. And I know some of them might be getting on a wee bit, right? But that's a Champions League squad. And I I, I quite enjoyed seeing that Shakiri was out until he wasn't out. Do you know what Aye. I mean? I was liking that. Um, and then obviously our government um, shifted the goalpost again. And sadly, that he's, he's new there. No, sadly, because obviously the spectacle and the game and stuff like that, great. But I think in terms of for us, He's a danger man. We have to watch him. Yeah, he's he's one of the top guys. I mean, they've got they've got abundance of good players. I mean, they've got Brazilian national players in there. For, for, um, Guimarães, uh, Paqueta. Um, uh, they've also got um, uh, Toko Ikambi, a guy that's left winger. They signed it's cost eleven and a half million pound from Villarreal. Sorry, I just realised I can make that bigger. <laughs> You abs- Talk about the font. <laughs> you absolute fud nugget. <laughs> Sorry, that's pure there. <laughs> oh, I swear to God. He's sitting, s- sitting there squinting. <laughs> he's putting his glasses on. And honest to God, it's just blazing. It looks like, you know, M- Mr. Mr. Magoo could read that with his glasses. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, mate. That's all right. Don't worry. I've, I've lost. I've, I've lost my flow now. Anyway. <laughs> Leon finished the 2021 league and campaign in fourth place, seven points behind champions Leo to return to European competition after a rare season's absence as direct qualifiers for the UEFA Europa League group stage. In their most recent continental campaign, they reached the semi-finals of the 2019-20 UEFA Champions League. Well remembered, Del. Just checked it. It was a one-off game. They get beat three 0 by Bayern Munich. That's um, right. And then P- yeah. I think. PSG beat Leipzig yeah. in a one-off game. Yeah, and actually Bayern won it, didn't they? And then, Aye. Um, seems ages ago, but wasn't it really? It was, not it? By the way, it does seem ages ago, doesn't it? No. Um, how do we say their nickname? Is it Legoons? Eh, sorry, Legones. <laughs> have won more matches than UEFA Europa Where's League. Where's that? Where's that? Right there. Oh, I think um, Legones is... Uh, is um, I, I I'm so it means that the, the children or the, the, the kids or something they're called. I think that's their, their maiden name. They've won more matches in the UEFA Europa League than any other French club. 21, scoring more goals, 70, and were semi-finalists in 2016-17, having also reached the last eight in 13-14. This is their fourth appearance in the group stage from which they've progressed in a round of 32 on each occasion. Twice as group winners on the last appearance in 17-18, they were runners up in Group E to Atalanta with 11 points. Eventually going out in away goals round, they're on away goals in the round of 16 to CSK Moscow. Mm. Leon have only lost one of their nine away matches in the UEFA Europa League group stages, one in four and drawn four. The most recent, a 1-0 defeat against Atlanta on match day six and 17-18. They've lost four of, la- four of their last five European away fixtures all in the UEFA Champions League, the exception of 2-0 win at RB Leipzig um, two years ago. So, there you go. Well, it's going to be really tough opposition, but, you know, never say never. What did I say? Adversity. Right. When the back's against the wall, yep. when the world's against us, uh-huh. Rangers are 
lethal. at their best. Yeah, absolutely. Totally yeah. at their best. Um, we'll not read that bit because that's about Musa Dembele. No interest in uh, him. No interest in Jason Denier. Rangers manager Gerard has unhappy memories of facing Leon as a player with Liverpool, who was forced off injured in the first half of a 2-1 home defeat by the French side in the 2009-10 Champions League group stage, from which ulti- Leon ultimately progressed at the Merseyside club's expense with a 1-1 draw in the return, a game Gerard missed. Leon's new coach, Peter Boz, was in charge of the Bayer Leverkusen side that knocked Rangers out of the 1920 UEFA Europa League, when in both rounds of 16 matches, the first of them 3-1 Ibrooks. Rangers need three more goals to reach 50 in the UEFA Europa League group stage to final. The Scottish club are one of eight reigning domestic champions competing at the 21-22 UEFA Europa League group stage. So I, we're all set for an absolute cracker at Ibrooks. I think it's in terms of stature and in terms of appetite, this is the biggest and best match we could have had um, yeah. in the opening stages. Uh, we did try to get Paul Le Guin on the, the show. <laughs> but... He was kind of busy, wasn't he? <laughs> I'd love to have Paul Le Guin on. I genuinely would. Oh, he'd be surly, I think. Mind he came back, he came back and done a, a Scottish Cup semi-final or something, or a final. He, he, done, he came back for, and done the TV, I'm sure. For Lake uh, Keep? I don't know if it was Canal uh, Plu, I think. Canal it had Plu. a French telly. But, oh, sorry, um, Lake Keep's a newspaper, isn't it? Mm. Aye, but he came back and done something. I'm I'm sure it, it was a good few years ago now, sort of thing. But yeah, uh, oh, no. um, love it, man. Just a, just a quick aside there. See that the, the, all that stuff you're pulling up there. Yeah, we know. Where did you get that? I actually researched that earlier on. Is that from the UEFA? Because <laughs> <laughs> <Is> it because <laughs> you flash on a page before you went back so, um, there, and it does say. That um, talking about the club, it says uh, Team Facts Rangers FC formed 1872, and that's official. That's the official UEFA site. Yep. It also mm. says domestic honours. Oh my god! Look at title all that. 55. Oh my god! Look at all that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Can't I'm to resolution 12. From <laughs> what was that? Derek? I'm to resolution 12. Is that on there? Oh, <laughs> there it's there. Look, Paul. Ligones, the kids. Hey. There you go. Well done. Good, good fact. Um, seven league championships for Leon. So, aye, not bad. Yep. Squad list for us. There you go. It's all there, and it's in its glory there. Yep. Policies with all the correct names and everything. So look, you'll have Calvin Umbrella. That's just pathetic. What is that saying, Ugalumba? Yeah. Okay, that's probably not as bad as I thought. What's wrong with you? <laughs> can I just say? Can I just say? Go back up again. Go back up again. Oh, he's not there. No, he's, no, he's not there. I'll, I'll leave it to the end. Okay. I think this is uh, this, this this is not good pod viewing. People are us reading, like, looking <laughs> at a computer screen. Even Derek's just looking at his watch. <laughs> no, but but I did find this interesting. What's that? Leon have a forward called Rio Griffiths. Rio Griffiths. Aye. Hmm. He's English. Not related, is he? No, no. Fucking hope no. He's in for a tough ride tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he's play, he probably hasn't he travelled. <laughs> anyway, I see if he's sliding at my DM. No, I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on swiftly. So, yeah, please do. Yeah, I feel a bit nauseous. <laughs> um, let's have some predictions, and then we'll maybe oh. go to the. We'll maybe open it up and allow people to come on the pod if they want to to talk about 
do what we, do we have to think? Do we have to? Ah, we'll let them come on. Do we have to? They can I mean, phone us and, and we can. You keep forgetting. We, we built the men in High Castle. This is this is our this is our train set. You know. That oh. <laughs> <laughs> gives your prediction. Even, even Derek's recording on all of that. Oh, know, you're pulling on your own, your son. He's doing that. He's doing that now. <laughs> Sorry, the signals went pulse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, predictions. Okay. Um, going by our past experiences against French teams um, and seeing the, the, the quality in the squad that they have, I, I'm going to go for a 1 1 draw. Mm. Is that a blue button on I'm here? I'm really sorry, but I, I, I'm, I'm, my heart is saying 2 0, but the head is saying 1 1. And I've I got a boo button, but there's two ones about money now. Derek, Derek, I'm going with it. I see Martin Mitchell saying 2 1, Morelos and Ken. I'm going with that. I think uh, Rangers will win for the odd goal. That's yes. better. Yes, but positivity. There you go. <laughs> Barney's providing the boo. <laughs> 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 that's 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 one of my favourite jokes of all time by Fred. What's his name? Um, Fred McCauley. He, he was at a football match watching St Johnston and the, the place was half empty. But there was a guy sitting in front of him. There was a bad tackle and and he started with fucking boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going two one Rangers as well, and I'm going Kemar Roof to get on the score sheet. Okay. And then we can all shout. Do you know, do you know, there, is a, there is a logic to my madness by going 1 1. It's every time I predict we're going to win in Europe, we never fucking do. Okay. We'll revisit that next week. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm talking oh, big matches here, not against people like Royal Antwerp or, or, or something. I'm talking big matches. I'll always, I'm full of confidence. And I am full of confidence for tomorrow. I'm just being pragmatic and saying, screw 1 1 so we fucking oh, win 2 1. You're being a shite bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Kent Morelos are going to score tomorrow. It's 2 1 to Rangers. <laughs> I think Kamar Roof is going to score, and I also think Joe Rebo is going to stick the ball in the back of the Oh, well, that'd be lovely. I don't care who scores as long as they bloody win. And we'll win 2 1. So there you yeah. go. Look, see, someone else has put a draw. Look at that. I'll bet the legends. I bet we're not putting on. Oh, where we are. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, Rich. <laughs> Our producer put that in. By the way, do you know we've got a producer now, Derek? Oh, wow. All professional here. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's 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 lurking in the shadows there. It's it's where he's used to being, to be fair. <laughs> Skulking. <laughs> Ginger, thing is, we, we can see him. What's really disturbing is he's fucking naked. <laughs> right. <laughs> Message for our sponsors. Don't I worry. Gonna, I was waiting to take his top off there. I was going to start. I was going to go, oh, that's it. I'm out. Don't worry, you'll not see much. Um, <laughs> Message from our sponsors. Keep 100% of your claim. If you've been hurt in a road accident that wasn't your fault, you should really talk to G4 Claims first. Unlike road accident solicitors, we don't charge you for our services, which could see you better off. To keep 100% of your compensation, have a chat with Nicole and the team. You'll be glad you did. Search online for G4 Claims. Keep 100% of your claim, G4 Claims. Yes, G4 Claims. There mm. you go. Um, right, I've had a message to answer Murray's question. What question was it? Put it back up again. Oh, there you go. How many patrons have you got now, Scott? Sorry, I missed that. Um, I'll check. I'm unsure, but I'll check. Um, the patron site, by the way, I think it's, it's close to 80 now. 
Um, so it's pretty good. It's doing pretty well. The Battle Fever Pod Network. Um, in fact, me and Paul, while we're listen, we're actually going to turn around and say that you know I want you, I want you to get involved in the discussion now, right? For the last what twenty minutes or something. So you can DM the pod if you want to come on by phone, or you can put it in the comments. And if Fridge flags the comments up, then we can. Um, we can actually we'll discuss it so it's up to you guys what you want to do where you want to come on and talk to us or where you want to put it in the, the chat but speaking of the Battle Fever podcast network mate yes me and you are going to work on something yes we are aren't we yeah and we're going to go back your to your attitude your attitude <laughs> we're going to go back to nine in a row <laughs> yeah yeah we are yes um, we are first episode is going to be an introductory type thing in nine in a row and we're going to have um you know, soonest arriving. I know that wasn't the start of nine in a row, but soonest arriving mm. and the uproar and the upheaval around Glasgow and stuff like that. And then bringing it on to leading into nine in a yeah. row. And what we'll do is we'll do a wee series or maybe nine or ten episodes. Ten episodes. Yay. Uh, we'll maybe do a wee series on that, um, on nine in a row. Me and Baz are going to get together and look at the managers specifically. Um, for, we'll probably start at Advocate because me and you will end with Walter yeah. at nine in a row and we'll leave there and we'll pro- me and Baz will probably start with Advocate and take it right through to St. Stephen of Gerard, the magnificent bastard. Can I just uh, ask a quick question? Uh-huh. And I think it's, I think people watching should know this. Um, you flagged this, uh, you, so you you put this idea to my attention, was it yesterday, the day before? I can't remember. Um, about uh, doing the nine in a row. We'll do it season by season with an yeah. episode and that's it. it's a fantastic idea. Because I remember right the very start when Sunas came in, and that, that was that really was the beginning, even though it wasn't the start of the nine in a row. But Sunas came in, was it was a revolution. And um, I said, So I, w- I was there at the start of it, to which you said, It'll be what then? It'll be like me interviewing you. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Because that wasn't there. <laughs> uh, not even a glint in your father's eye. That wasn't there. But, you know, I've, I've read um, Jeff Holmes' book. The Soonest Revolution, yep. and it's a tremendous book. And if anybody's not got it, I would advise you go and get it because it's a terrific book. Um, leading right up to just before Soonest came in, and then when Soonest took over, and then on from there. It's, it's, a, it's actually very interesting. There's a couple of very, very good, uh, very good books. Um, but Jeff Holmes has done two of them I've read, and that's uh, The Soonest Revolution, the, the, the bit Graham Soonest bringing coming in, and also the Champions one from last season, which is very good. I actually got a signed copy of that. I couldn't believe my wife got that for me. Um, it's good. He's a good uh, yeah. guy, Jeff. And um, obviously the Gallant Pioneers. So if you want to understand the club and its history uh, and its real traditions, go read the pack, Gallant Pioneers. Everything you need to know is in there. That's a fantastic book. Yes. Um, so anybody in that they want to see you guys, um, put it in the chat and we will discuss no, for the next... No what, DMs. No, they want to come on. No, no, they want I'll, to talk to us. I'll check my DMs, but I don't think anybody wants to talk to no, us. No, they want to talk to us. We were actually we were actually going to trial, right? Because we wanted to do a live watch along from the studio and we were actually going to trial having the, the TV here. <laughs> the Liverpool um AC Milan game on that telly. But I forgot to do it. Shocking. So aye, sadly. To each is wow. this two is this two two? Aye, two two for the wow. Wow. Dear oh dear. Two two. Madness. Um, could we get the books for those cartel pop-up shops on the buses? I'm lost there. Uh, so am I. <laughs> right, Aldo. This is huge. Well said, mate.
few words on the man himself, Ray Wilkins, mm. his birthday the other day. It was Ray Wilkins, an absolute legend of the game. Never mind. And and by the way, remember that supporters function? Remember that? Was it the Hall of Fame when he said, this is a proper football club? That's right, yeah. Just so many good people speak so highly of Ray. Sadly, no longer with us, but... Um, what a player, what a man, what a goal against them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think um, he's actually famously quoted as saying his biggest regret, and he's, and he's, in fact, he's, it wasn't just his playing career, but his life was not joining Rangers sooner. Yeah. He absolutely loved the club. He, he lived and breathed it when he was here. Um, and he, I think he missed it when he went. I, I, I can't quite remember the story either, but it was from somebody um, posted it. Um, and it was, a, um, it was a, a homeless man telling about the time he met Ray Wilkins. Yeah, I can't remember how the story yeah, was. Old, on, it was on Talk Sport. It was a boy phoned in. Yeah, and it's uh, just explaining his generosity. Uh, next, uh, it was a veteran. He was on. He was on the streets, and Wilkins came up and gave him twenty quid, and then we went and got him a coffee and all that. And then the homeless guy was said, "I, I want to buy you something to eat and all that, just to so I can feel like a man again." And then they said, for that point on, he went and uh, somewhere to stay, met his future well, girlfriend, became his wife, got a job and all that. Mm-hmm. And he says it was because of that meeting with Ray Wilkins. So it just shows you the sort of stature of the guy. He doesn't know him for Adam, but he's gone out of his way just to have a chat with him and stuff like that. So that yeah, just shows what sort of guy he was. One one small token of generosity and humanity it completely transformed that man's life. Yep. Yeah. And that, that comes across, but he is, is just being Ray Wilkins, even with people who is maybe no fun and hard times like that. Um, you just even ex-players that played with him. Yeah. Ali, for instance, on TalkSport talks very highly on Jim White. Talks... Amazing. He was some of the best teams in the planet. I mean, he was at oh, oh, Rangers yeah. to PSG, but it was at Milan and, um, of course, Man United. He was at Chelsea for a period of time as well. So he played with the best clubs in the in the world. That's how good he was. Yeah. Aye. Uh, uh, and obviously, it was a 30 yarder all the way, as oh, Jody sings now. Screamer. <laughs> yeah. um, aye. So. Ray Wilkins, man, happy birthday. He would never, ever be forgotten, that's for no, sure. No. Not by your club and not by any club and not by the football world because, as Derek said, he's a legend of the game and um, with the clubs that he's played for the top, top clubs. Not forgetting Hibs, for. of course, when he came up and played for Hibs <laughs> when he was with right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love an interview he did actually after he played as at Ibrox with Hibs and I can't imagine, I'm paraphrasing, but he says, why, that's the league champions this year again. <laughs> I've seen that. Was good, that. <laughs> Go yourself. I think um, that might have been the day uh, Gaza get booked for booking the referee. Mm. I think that might have been that game, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, man. Genius. Absolute genius, Ray Wilkins. And he scored an absolute world and on the old, old for him. Remember when all the old players got together at Ibrox and they had an old, old for him and Ali scored a hat-trick in that one. I think we beat them 4-1 or something. Ali scored a hat trick in it and Ray smashed another belter. No, I don't, I don't recall that. To be honest with you. I must admit. And the and the net. I was at that game actually. I think I may have been at that game as well. I think I seem to recall that vaguely. Uh, it was, was cracking. Um, yeah. So Albert says our Walter doing well. Also, yeah, That's we mentioned yeah. mentioned Walter on Friday. Um, lovely to see Walter back out and about and. Hopefully getting stronger by the day, Paul. Absolutely. And I, I, it's something I'd love to see in the fact he was out at the golf course with Sir Alex and Alan Shearer and all that, doing, a, doing a thing for a, for a very worthwhile cause in a, in a charity. That were, yeah. I can't quite remember what it was, but I remember reading about it. And I thought, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a good charity. That. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was really good to see. Um, just I just point out something out as well. Yep, on your I think we, in the Battlefield Pod, 
because I know he watches. He does. Um, extend our congratulations to Jermaine Defoe on his engagement. Yes. Yes. Well done, Jermaine. May you have a lifetime of happiness such as I have had with my wife. She's not been so lucky. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said none, by the way. I <laughs> <laughs> um, Congratulations, Jermaine yeah, Top man. Absolute top man. Top pro. And just a, another beautiful human being with a, a, an absolute golden heart. Absolutely. So, yes. And and oozing talent and uh, grace and yeah yes I love Jermaine Defoe yeah <laughs> it's coming across me no, he's a great guy no, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a he's a he's a beautiful human being okay Brendan <laughs> what, was, what was that missed that say it again okay Brendan <laughs> he's got a picture of himself up and on he's just sunny I love it I gotta get my teeth done next. <laughs> right, I've put along the bottom, along the bottom of the screen here. Where is it? I've lost it. Oh. There it's there. Universe.com forward slash battle fever pod ibrooks. Now, usually here is when I would do a wee spiel about how you should go to that link there and you should buy tickets to see us in the 3rd of December, mm-hmm. live from the ibrooks suite inside the home of the Scottish 55 times the Kings of Scotland. You should go and you should buy it and you should come and see us because it's going to be a laugh. It's going to be Mike McCurry just to Santa. <laughs> what mere do you want to life? Yeah, exactly. I look forward to that. Addition at red cars. And... Yeah, that was uh, outside you. I sure, I sure left you. <laughs> That's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, don't take your word for it. Watch this. I must say, I, I'm, I wasn't drunk there. No, it wasn't totally <laughs> at sea. You probably know us doing that. I drank too much. But, uh, th- thankfully, Mike McCurry was hiding me most of the time there, so it was all right. <laughs> that was a, that was a, but that was a hell of a night. I think every, everybody in the chat who was there will, I'm sure they'll put uh, oh, <laughs> in, in the chat again just how much fun they had. It was just unbelievably good fun. And by the way, can I just add, see that night, contrary to what's been written in all the press and in all mm. the media recently, can I just say that on that night we had how many Rangers songs blaring and not one, not one bit of bigotry? No. Nope. Because we actually can behave and we're no all classed in the same way as, oh, you're a Rangers fan, you're a bigot. Do you know what I mean? It's it not- was incredible that it- night. All, we, we didn't even have to tell anybody. All, no. we, all we said was, please don't film this, you know, because um, this, this is just for you guys here. And that's that's all we said. And there was nothing. Not a, it was just, it was, it, it, it was adult. It was growing up. It was good fun. It was, it was incredible. An absolutely fantastic night. 
And as I say, just watch that clip back. We don't need to sell it. That's the kind of night that we ha- that we have, and we're going to have on a bigger scale um, at Ibrox. Yeah. Wow. I can't wait. I'll tell you what. I, I, my, my solemn promise is I will not be drinking beer there. Whiskey? No gin. Gin. Mold wine. Mold wine. True. Santa, Santa, Santa can pour his mold wine into his ego. There you go. Derek, I wasn't actually drinking that night because I thought to myself, no, it's the first live gig. I'm going to host it. I'm going to, I'm going to be, you know, try and be compass mentis. Right? Yeah. But see the Ibrox one? I'm fucking drinking. <laughs> well, to, to, be, to be fair to the entire podcast team that were there, we were good to it. We, we, had, we had one drink before with, with our meal. And then we didn't actually have a, we didn't start drinking until we'd done the podcast. And it, I think I had three beers the duration of the thing, you know, mm-hmm. for a couple of hours because we knew we had a responsibility to people watching. Um, um, so yeah, it was, it was just, it was really good. That was excellent. And the Ibrox one will be, will be tremendous. Oh yeah. Um, I've just seen Fred's message. What would he say there? <laughs> Mate, you ah. <laughs> You never know. <laughs> um, Ladies and gentlemen, thanks very much for joining us in Battle Fever Europe this evening because we always enjoy doing these wee European previews. Me and Paul used to record these, by the way, in the middle of the day last year. Yeah. And before the game, put them out before the game. And the amount of views it used to get was frightening because it was a match preview type thing. That's right, yeah. We decided we would do it live because we prefer the live scene. We prefer the banter with the viewers and the mm. bouncing off each other that way. So... Um, it's great. My thanks to Derek Clark as well for coming on the night, mate. It's always an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. I and mean, we need to try and get it done more often, but it's probably my fault, more than yours, to be honest. No, no, no. It's a pleasure having me on. Thanks very much for uh, for having me. And yeah, uh, we'll look forward to the next time. But it's always always fun in games talking Rangers with you boys. Yes. I'm looking forward to getting Derek in the studio. Oh, ah, tell me about it. I've messaged Derek a few times about it. It's just getting the time when he's up and we're live, and it's just. I don't think I'm allowed into the, the, the COVID vaccines. I don't think, don't think uh, they recognize <laughs> the English vaccines down here up back home. <laughs> Even though it's the same vaccine we all get. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. <laughs> I mean, um, Paul says, thanks very much. No, well, thank you for having me back again. It's and, always a pleasure, never a chore. I know it's been a tough couple of days for you, so I'm, yeah. I'm delighted with the fact that you've you've joined me this evening. No, it's my pleasure. Honestly, it was um, <laughs> when I spoke to you earlier when I thought, no, I, I can't, I can't, I can't miss this one again. So there we go. Good. And also, thanks to Fridge, who's been behind the scenes there, doing some of the comments for us. Thank you very much, mate. Look at that smiley wee face. And Look thanks to... Oh, he's like a wee chipmunk. <laughs> thanks to all you guys watching at home, taking part. Without you watching, we can't do this, so... A huge thanks and let's fucking go, Rangers. Hope your team wins. Let's go, lads. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older. There's a place I want to be. It's red faucet is beautiful It's steeped in history And I know what I'll find When the place comes alive I got that battle fever Coming over me And I got butterflies and hurricanes Shaking my body 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.